This is a Soulfire production. Today, we are going to talk all about manifestation. Of course, specifically, I want to cover some of the top reasons why you might not be attracting in what you desire. So some of the most common blocks to manifesting your desires. That is what we are going to discuss today. And I have pulled this list from my book, which is so, so wild to say. I'm so excited about this book release. It is going to help so many people. And I can't wait for you all to get your hands on it. And if you haven't already seen, the book is called Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe. So if you are interested in all things manifestation and want to learn how to attract your desires into your life and really understand the energetics of attraction, then you will love this book. It is a completely channeled text. So it is over 200 pages of channeled information. It was about two and a half days of writing. And here we have it. And I'm really proud of it. It's a really comprehensive guide to manifestation. And if you're like me and you really like to understand the roots of how something works, why energy flows the way it flows, and how to use that to your advantage, then you are going to love this. And there are just so many concepts in the book that really shifted the way I see manifestation. The book is very visual. So they give a ton of very visual analogies that I think really help to anchor in the concepts. And a lot of the ideas covered are really life-changing. And I feel like if you are a high achiever, if you are into personal development and growth, even if somebody's not fully into manifestation, it's it's a must-read. Obviously, I'm biased, but I'm really proud of it. And I have gotten incredible feedback from the people who have read it so far. So that's that's good news. And I want to, uh, before we jump in, just cover some key dates because I know a lot of you are really excited about it as well. So the book, the ebook is going to go on pre-sale on January 20th, 2022. That will be to buy the ebook in advance. And that is the day that I am asking anybody who wants to support me and help me get on a number one bestseller list, purchase that day. I have no shame in asking, no shame in asking. So if you want to support me purchasing the ebook, the the pre-sale of the ebook on January 20th, will truly, truly mean the world. I'm trying to get as many people to purchase that day as possible. It's going to be on super, super sale that day to encourage many of you to purchase. And there will also be freebies, bonuses that you're going to get if you purchase the ebook on that pre-sale day on January 20th. And if you purchase day of, which the official release date will be February 2nd, 2022, 2222. Yes, I did that. And other bonuses if you leave a review after you have read the book. All of that information can be found at christinathechannel.com slash book. If you are on my email list, my regular email list, or if you sign up for the book updates specifically from that link, christinathechannel.com slash book, you will be alerted when things are going on sale, when you can purchase, what to do how to get all of the bonus content, free meditations, activations, bonus chapter, all the good stuff. But the dates to remember are January 20th and 
February 2nd. So those are the two main dates. Again, if you're on the email list, either book updates and or regular email list, you will get all the information. I'll probably be blowing up social media with dates as well. So if you're following me in any capacity, you uh, shouldn't, you shouldn't miss it. You shouldn't miss it. I'm so pumped. And every line of this book has so much, so much I could dive into in uh, reading it back many times and kind of, you know, sorting through all the information. There are just so many things I want to podcast about in relation to the book. I hope that all of you get your hands on it because it is so rich. It is so rich. And if you really want to take control of your reality, which you can, understanding how energy flows and why things are coming into your reality and how you can make shifts to attract in what you really do want, how to start following signs, listening to your intuition, everything you need to know about manifestation is in this book, which is why I'm so excited about it. But I thought I would I would start with some of the more basic concepts I'll say that I think are really important. And one of the questions that people ask all the time, you know, how come I'm not attracting this in? So I want to cover some of the key things that come up in the book related to this. If you want to uh, manifest more money, more fulfilling relationships, better health, but despite doing your daily manifestation and visualization practices, it isn't coming to you easily, this is what you need to know. What I have learned through my own experience again and again and through the experiences of all the people I've worked with is that the main reason why people have trouble calling in more of what they want is that they have underlying limiting beliefs that there is not enough or that they aren't actually worthy of receiving what it is that they want. Here's the thing. In order to be an energetic match for more, we need to get out of scarcity mindset and start embodying the energy of abundance. This allows you to effortlessly attract more abundance to you, whether you want money, relationships, health, any physical form of abundance. If you are wondering how to align with the energy of abundance and how to effortlessly attract different forms of abundance into your life, I have created a brand new course that teaches you the exact practices that I use and my clients use to align with abundance in all areas of our life, making manifestation effortless. This course, Abundance Accelerator, includes over nine hours of video lesson content, exclusive journal prompts and exercises to help you integrate the information, and a really powerful 30-minute energy healing activation to help you align your frequency with the energy of abundance. When you enroll, you get lifetime access to all of the course materials. You can start today and you get to do this all at your own pace. So your life could change literally in a week if you are ready. If you are ready to learn how to receive the endless support and abundance that is already available to you, then you can enroll in Abundance Accelerator today by going to bit.ly slash AXL course. Again, that's bit.ly slash AXL C-O-U-R-S-E. I can't wait to hear what you manifest. The first one I'll say is exactly that question. You know, this is something that so many people bring to me. They say, how come I'm not attracting in my partner? How come I am not attracting in more money? And just tune into the energy of that question itself. There's a misunderstanding there because you are always attracting. You're always attracting. You are a magnet naturally, right? So there might be things that are blocking you from being as magnetic as you can be in the sense of Think about like literally a weak magnet versus a very strong magnet. And when there's a strong magnet, that which it magnetizes, it just goes straight to the magnet, right? So you see this play out in terms of speed and intensity when it comes to manifestation for people, but you're always attracting. You are always attracting. So then the question is, 
what am I already attracting? So the question isn't, why am I not attracting X, Y, Z? You're always attracting, but you're maybe attracting in something that you don't want. And then how are you responding to that? Because the universe is always talking to you, is always sending things into your field just to see how you respond and trying to get a sense of, is this what this person wants or not? And the way that we respond gives feedback. So we are speaking to the universe all the time, 24 seven. It's not just when you meditate or write in your journal. It's 24 seven. It is in how you be. It is in your overall frequency. It is in your subconscious thoughts. It is in what you say, what you write down, what you say to other people, how you choose, what actions you take. This is all information for the universe. And so let's say you're like, how come I can't attract in this type of person? Let's say someone's trying to attract in you know, the partner of their dreams and they know exactly what they want. And they're like, I just can't attract this person in. Well, what are you currently attracting? And why are you attracting it in? That's information, right? What within you is attracting that? But then how are you responding to that? Because sometimes the universe sends things in just to say, you know, what do you think here? I'll actually use my book cover (laughs) as an analogy for this. So when the designer sent over the first image of the book cover, I mean, they really had nothing to go off of, right? So just sent something over and I really didn't like anything about it. So uh, I sat with it and I thought, okay, from our conversations around what I wanted, how did we get here? And then I'm realizing, oh, I really wasn't clear. I I need to be a lot clearer with the designer, the person who's doing the cover art to get us more on the same page. So I thought about that and how can I articulate this? How can I show this? And I did so. I sent over different things and came back and it was much closer, much closer, but still not the right thing. I said, okay, love this part. Love this part. Really not crazy about this. Don't like this because of this. So let's go back for next round of edits. And that just kept happening again and again and again until eventually we got the one. And it was at the, at the end, it was like all these very minor tweaks, minor tweaks. Like, oh, let's make this a little bit bigger. Everything else looks great, right? That a little bit smaller. At the beginning, there were bigger tweaks. And at, at the end, in, in the sense of when we got closer to the final cover, the tweaks weren't huge, right? And this is kind of what it's like with manifestation, right? So if the universe is sending something, let's say it's a potential partner. It's somebody who asks you on a date. And you go on a date, maybe you go on a couple dates and, you know, maybe at the beginning, this person is just so off from, from what you really want. And you tell the universe, you know, you know, thank you for that offering. However, this isn't really what I'm desiring. So I'm going to say, no, thank you. Really not, really not the match for me. And how can I be clear on what I really do want? Right. And then the next time that person might get closer to what you want, right? But then it's like, okay, I like all these qualities, but maybe I'm really looking to to feel this way. There's something else that I'm missing here. And it's in our yes and in our no, and in how we choose that we're telling the universe what we do and don't like. And the reason why a lot of people struggle with manifestation in the context of relationships is because they're still choosing from their old patterning or they haven't really shifted their energy. And so let's say you want somebody who I mean, this is so broad, but you really want somebody who respects you, who treats you well, who listens, who understands you, you know, the, the, the things that people want. And you keep texting your ex-boyfriend who did not treat you that way. Well, 
the feedback that you're giving the universe is actually, I mean, this is what I'm moving toward. I'm going to, I'm taking action in alignment with, Hey, I want this thing, right? I'm directing the energy that way. So the universe is like, okay, does she want somebody who's more like her ex-boyfriend because she keeps going back and texting him? So do you see how we're not clear with the messages? But the, the first thing that's really important is just to realize you are already attracting. And so if you go on with the knowing and the understanding of I am always attracting, so what am I attracting in? And what information does that give me? That is really valuable because when you can identify the why behind what you are attracting in, now we can see which energetic shifts we can make to open ourselves up to attracting in what we do desire. It also illuminates for us really where our frequency is at. We always have opportunities to shift that, which is really more in what we release than what we add in. All of that helps as well. But if you can just notice what you are attracting into your environment, the energy of that, and then how is that a match for you and where you're at right now? And then what energetic shifts can you make or choices can you make so that you are actually operating from a higher vibration and then attracting in something at that higher frequency. And if you're dating and are trying to date and you're thinking, well, that doesn't make sense because I'm not attracting in anything. I don't have anybody coming in. You're still attracting that. So why? Why why are you attracting scarcity in that area? So the next block to manifesting what you want that I want to cover is that you might be resisting the lessons. And so this really relates back to the last point. Like I said, a lot of people struggle with, I think relationships is just a great example because this is something that a lot of people are looking to call in is aligned relationships. People struggle with that because they just keep attracting in different versions of the same pattern because they haven't fully learned and integrated the lessons from their previous relationships. So every relationship we have particularly the significant ones, they're teaching us things. And sometimes those lessons, often they're not super comfortable, but that is where the growth lies. And what happens, unfortunately, is a lot of times people will go through experiences that are meant to teach them big lessons. And it's not always comfortable. Sometimes it's really painful. But what happens, unfortunately, is, you know, after that experience, we can either go through that And then move forward without making energetic shifts, without actually looking back and saying, what were the lessons there? Like, what what was there for me to learn from and to grow from? And how can I actually integrate that and, and make shifts in alignment with that so that I'm really stepping into this higher frequency version of myself and then moving forward from that new vibration? We can either choose to look at those growth opportunities, those lessons, and actually learn them. And learning them means integrating it so that it is a new knowing, a new knowing follows and that you're making an energetic shift in alignment with that. It's not just thinking about it. And I see this all the time. I have many incredibly self-aware people who come to me and they'll say, I know what this pattern is, right? And I keep learning this lesson and they'll share about, you know, what that, what that was supposed to teach them. And I'm saying, I, I hear you. And I, I I see that you have the self-awareness, but do you see how even with that self-awareness, you're still making the same decisions moving forward in your life? If you had actually learned the lesson, integrated the lesson, you would be making different choices than you were when you were in that situation or before you got in that situation. And really what's more important than the actual choice is the energy behind the choice itself. So 
learning the lesson is, is <laughs> reflecting on it. Yes. And identifying it, but it is actually making the energetic shift in alignment with that and aligned action follows from the energetic shift. So you are choosing differently. You have a new knowing and that knowing isn't just intellectually. It is in your body and in how you be. And what the guides say is that people resist their lessons all the time. They resist their lessons all the time. A lot of people are aware of them. Some people just aren't even aware of what it is. And so they, they don't understand. And maybe they complain about it. Of why does this keep coming back into my life? Why can't I get out of this? Why can't I call this in? Are you learning the lessons from before? When you really learn the lessons, the, you know, those lessons are there to support you in shifting energetically to attract in what you want. So going back to the relationship example, sometimes in the path of attracting in your ideal life partner, you have to go through previous partnerships that are going to teach you the lessons that are all preparing you to attract that person in effortlessly, right? So people do this all the time with relationships where they, you know, they date this person, that person, and they're wondering, why can't I attract in this person? If you haven't fully integrated those lessons, you're not going to attract them in because those relationships were there to teach you things that were going to prepare you so that you would be a vibrational match for your ideal partner. But you had to go through those other experiences to learn those things so that you could make the energetic shifts so that you are a vibrational match for the person that is going to be your life partner. Hopefully that makes sense. So notice, where am I resisting the lessons? You know, I would say for me, one of the biggest places I was resisting the lessons was in my health, which I bring that up because I know a lot of people can resonate and a lot of you kind of saw that whole journey. And I kept, you know, having my health issues come back and then go away and come back. And that kind of boomerang energy, clearly there was something still there for me, right? If it wasn't, serving me in some ways still have those issues, I wouldn't have had them. And it was serving me because there were deeper lessons that I had to learn. But I was resisting some of those lessons because I wanted to get through it in a different way. I wanted to get through it by, you know, being squeaky with my diet and going on all the supplement protocols and all the tangible things that were easier, you know, changing my lifestyle and all that was super important. But the real lessons underneath the, the real lessons I was avoiding, which is a lot of the emotional trauma, which is a lot of a lot of my psychic gifts, all of this stuff underneath, I wasn't looking at for a long time, right? There were certain things that I wanted to resist, or I've also experienced that in relationships where I, I have attracted in the same themes with, with previous partners because there were certain things that I wasn't really learning and I would be very aware of it, but then move into the next potential relationship. And I was showing up in the same way. And so I had to make a huge shift when it came to dating and relating to people to attract in a different type of person. So notice where you haven't really learned the lessons, but also notice where you might be resisting them because, you know, it's, is it Carl Jung who said this? I actually don't know. Whoever said what we resist persists. This, this is true because it's coming up and bumping up against you. It's coming into your field because it wants to be looked at. It's like an energy knot that wants to be pulled apart and there is a golden nugget in there for you. So the sooner you you dive into it and really pull apart that energy knot, the sooner you find that golden nugget and that is like a power boost for you in your video game. So notice where you are resisting in your life because those lessons and really integrating them are your key to manifesting in what you truly desire even if they don't seem connected. 
for example, all of the lessons within my health journey were really key for my intuitive gifts opening up and also were super key for my business. A lot of the lessons in my business were mirrors of blocks I had in romantic relationships. A lot of uh, the lessons I learned in business were also reflecting blocks I had with friendships. So, you know, it's really all connected. They're all pieces of us, things that we're interacting with in our reality, and they're coming in for a reason. So if you're manifesting something and, and you notice a situation comes up that's really difficult and challenging you in your life, that can actually be a really good sign because that means, oh, hey, something's coming in to call me up to shift my energy, to make me learn something because I'm being prepared for what I really want to come in. And when I embrace this, when I go into it and I make that energy shift, on the other side is exactly what I desire. If you are looking for a delicious way to get a natural boost of energy in the morning without caffeine, I know a lot of people listening don't really want any more caffeine, or maybe you are trying to get off caffeine, then I highly recommend getting your hands on Organifi Green Juice. When it comes to keeping your frequency high, living a high vibrational lifestyle, and making manifestation your lifestyle, the ingredients that you consume, the food you put in your body is a key piece of this. And this is why I am so picky about what I put in and on my body. I drink Organifi Green Juice every single day, and I love that it gives me that natural boost of energy without any extra caffeine, plus 11 different superfoods that support detoxification of the body and make me feel truly amazing. Before I found Green Juice, I used to take a bunch of these ingredients in separate powders, and it was a pain in my butt, and I love having all of this in one simple drink, one scoop, in some water. I don't need a juicer. I used to juice and it honestly made me really cranky because it took so long. So this is quick, easy, and makes me feel incredible. Plus it has everything you need to naturally decalcify your pineal gland and open up your third eye. So like I said, green juice has some of my favorite ingredients like Moringa, which is amazing for a natural boost of energy, great for skin health, rich in nine vitamins and minerals. There's ashwagandha, which is an adaptogen that is incredible for balancing out our stress hormones. Studies actually show that ashwagandha can support lower body fat and healthy weight management as well. There's also spirulina and chlorella in there. I think we all know how obsessed I am with algae. These are true superfoods that are loaded with micronutrients. Amazing for opening the third eye plus a bunch of other incredible ingredients like beets, turmeric, mint, wheatgrass, lemon, and coconut water. So if you're looking for natural detoxification support that is gentle, you wanna get all of your superfoods in in a delicious way and you're looking for that natural boost of energy, get your hands on green juice. Green juice is great in smoothies as well, but I usually just take it every morning in some water and I like to add in some coconut milk or some almond milk. It gives it an extra creamy taste and it tastes like this, like really refreshing minty, green juice. I don't know how else to describe it, but it tastes so good. And when you add in some coconut milk, it tastes like a shake, like delicious. And it makes me feel amazing. I feel the difference if I don't take it for a few days. So if you want to get your hands on green juice or any of Organifi's other incredible products, I think we all know at this point that I use them all. I'm obsessed. I probably sweat Organifi, smell like Organifi. I'm just, it, it's it's all I drink. Anyway, you can get 20% off if you use my code CTC. So head to Organifi.com slash CTC, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC to get 20% off your order, whether that is green juice, red juice, Harmony, chocolate gold, 
protein, all the good stuff, get your hands on it and be sure to tag me on social media so I can see exactly what you got in your order. So the next common manifestation block, number three, is asking too much. People do this all the time. And if you keep asking for what you want from a place of, I don't know if the universe heard me, like, did that really, was that really heard? Did you guys get it? Is it happening? Underneath that is, is the belief that it's not already coming to you, right? So if you want, if you want to reaffirm it because you're just reaffirming it, anchoring it in, that is different than continuing to ask, right? So if every day I'm like, I hope I get this. I hope I get this. We'll get into the the hope thing next. But if I sit down, I have a conversation with my guides and I'm like, yo, this is what I want to come in. Like, you hear me? Like they, they got it, right? Once I've set my intention and I've anchored into that, I've set my intention and I'm clear with it and I've anchored into it. And because of that, I'm aligning myself with receiving it. So I am taking action in alignment with that being in my reality. It's, it's coming, it's done, right? And so this is you knowing that it's coming to you. You don't need to keep asking. So I'll kind of roll the, the next one into this, which is knowing instead of just hoping, you know, and there's a subtle difference there. And a lot of people, when they're manifesting, they're in this energy of, I'm hoping, I'm hoping underneath that you don't really believe it's possible. When you're manifesting, it is knowing that it's, it's coming to you. Of course, it's already on its way. When I order food at the restaurant, I'm not sitting there hoping it's coming to me. I know it's coming to me. I'm just waiting for it to get there. And if you are asking too much too often, then you're probably in that hoping energy, which is similar to the wanting energy, which is putting something on a pedestal, which is, which is really separating yourself from that thing when you're in this energy of wanting. And I'll use those words, you know, wanting it to happen, but it's, it's really the energy behind it, right? So if I want something to happen, I am not thinking about like, oh, I, I hope that's happening. Like I really want that. And it's over there and I, I want it, right? Do you feel the energy there? And then if I kind of shift, I'm like, I want that. I'm getting it. It's already coming. It's on its way. I know it's on its way. I don't have to question it. And I asked for it and it's coming. Great. On to the next. And a clear way this shows up, I think business is a great example. So especially in the context of increased visibility or making more money, if somebody is planning on, you know, hitting X amounts in terms of revenue in the next six months, but they are making business decisions, assuming that they're not going to make that amount. Now, what are we telling the universe, right? Or if you are manifesting, I'm going to reach this many people in this period of time or by this date, but then you are choosing things from a place of, I have a small audience. I don't have big reach. Do you see where there's, there's a mismatch there? So when you've set your intention and you know, it's coming to you, you already know it's on its way. Are you making decisions that are, are in alignment with that coming, right? So it's like you decide to plan a party, decide to plan a Christmas party. And maybe it's no one's RSVPing and you're just planning on people coming, right? You're planning on people showing up. So are you going to hope people show up, but a piece of you is like, I don't know if anyone's going to show up, so I'm not going to prepare. No, you, you plan the party. People are coming. Even if you haven't heard from them, they're coming. So you're going to buy all the food. You're going to get ready. See, see what I'm getting at? But in business, when you're thinking, you know, I, I want to hit this goal or be at this place in my business, but I'm going to not hire this person because I don't need them yet. Or I'm going to not do this thing 
because I'll, I'll only need that when I, when I get there, whatever that goalpost was. In doing that, you've decided you're not already hitting that goalpost. You see what I mean? This comes up with living situations as well, where maybe you're deciding, I'm going to hit seven figures this year in my business. And then you're moving, you have to move, and maybe you're moving into another apartment and the apartment you really want has a much higher rent than you've paid before. And you're like, I don't know if this, this can cover it. You're, and you're deciding based on what you're making right now, rather than what you set your intention to make. Well, if you know you're going to be making seven figures this year, then of course you have th- the money to cover this. Otherwise it probably wouldn't even come your way. But these are the moments where the universe offers us opportunities to anchor in the timeline, to anchor in what we're drawing to us. And then we decide. And the way that we choose, the action we take, how we respond is telling the universe, yes, this is, this is for me. I'm claiming this or no, I'm not sure I'm ready yet. So pay attention to, am I asking too much? If I am, if I'm asking many times, why? What's the underlying belief? That, that's the important part. It's not about the asking itself. It's the underlying belief. Because if underneath there, there is a belief that it's not coming to you or you don't know if you're worthy of it, you, you don't think you're worthy of it, you don't believe it's coming, that's what we have to actually shift. And this is connected to the hope versus knowing. So am I in a hoping energy or am I in a knowing energy? This is why a lot of entrepreneurs are just really good manifestors because they show up with this confidence and they're like, I'm getting this. I'm getting this. I mean, that that's just another way to look at manifestation, right? It's really just all the same thing. People just use different, different terms. But when somebody decides, nope, this is what we're creating, done. I'm making decisions in alignment with that already happening because I know I'm going to hit that goal. They call it in, right? Because everything aligns with that timeline. So am I asking? a lot. And and why is that? Am I in a hoping energy versus a knowing energy that it is on its way to me? I'll uh, count those both as number three, (laughs) actually. So the next, the next big manifestation block, number four is using logic over intuition. So when you set your intention and you're very clear on what you're attracting in and you're showing up as a vibrational match, as things are manifesting in the physical, your higher self already, already knows your higher self already knows what's going on. And the universe is always sending you signs. Your higher self is always sending you signs, but most people don't listen to them. The thing is that people will set their intention and they're trying to manifest something in, but they are trying to logically understand how to get there. This is where they get blocked. So if you're going to, if you're going to play with the frequencies, if you are going to dance with the universe, Use your intuition because your intuition is your higher self telling you exactly how to get there. Your higher self is giving you the shortcut. Your logical brain can really only see so far, has a limited perception. Your intuition, your higher self sees the the whole thing and already knows the fast track to getting there. And so when you get these intuitive hits, you need to listen. (laughs) What people do is they don't see the connection because they're back in their logical, rational mind. And because it doesn't feel connected, they don't think it's important. You might be calling in a partner or a business opportunity or a house, whatever it is, right? Maybe that's something you're really focusing on. And you're getting these really strong nudges to go to Pilates, or you're getting these really strong nudges to 
start eating plant-based or you're getting these really strong nudges to uh, go on a big ski trip in a specific location. It could be literally anything. It's all related. You never know why you're being guided to do that thing. Maybe that guidance is to get you to a certain location that is going to line you up with running into somebody who has the opportunity that you're seeking. Maybe that experience shifts your vibration and teaches you a lesson that then gives you clarity as to how to align with what you are calling in. Maybe you're being brought to a certain location that's going to activate, unlock something within you. Maybe you're going to meet somebody who knows somebody else, who knows somebody else, and that person is going to be key for you. This is core to how I manifest things in quickly because I follow all these random nudges. And it's funny because so many of my friends and people in my life, they just, they think I'm so random. And what's really funny is I was thinking about this earlier. This is kind of an aside, but when I was younger, Everybody always used to make fun of me for being really random. People would always say that, like, Christina is so random. You're so random. And they would think it was funny. And I was just like, yeah, I guess I am random. Yeah, I wasn't just random. Like, I was intuitive. I was intuitive, right? And it always made sense. It just didn't make sense to the logical brain how I got there, but it was all important. And so, you know, now as people who are close to me watch me go through my life and make these seemingly random decisions, or I randomly went to this location or traveled here or bought this book or started eating this thing or whatever it is, it's because I've learned to follow all of the seemingly random nudges because they're never random. They're not a coincidence. Sometimes it's more obvious where maybe there's an event that I just don't want to go to, but then my intuition is like, go, go, go. And I'm like, oh, there's probably someone there, just one person there that I'm supposed to meet. But sometimes it's less obvious. Like sometimes, I mean, the example I always give because this happened to me multiple times was with the grocery store where I always go to the same grocery store right by my house. And I've had this experience multiple times where my guides will be like, go here. And it's a grocery store that's like 20 minutes away. I'm like, I don't need to go there. I'm like, go there. And I run into someone or see something that's important at the grocery store. So it could be leading me directly to the opportunity or the next step or a big sign that I've been looking for. And that's what it is to, to manifest and really work with the universe. It's this super fun, never ending treasure hunt, but you have to follow the clues and allow yourself to be guided to the clues and have fun with it. So notice if you are trying to think about it too logically, because your intuition is is guiding you to the next step, even if it doesn't seem related, it is getting you closer to what you want. Otherwise it wouldn't be coming up so strongly. Now this leads me into number five, which is judgment. So the big ones that come up here, the guides talk about people judge the next step. They judge the next step. And then they also judge things as good or bad. So notice, where am I judging, right? If I'm judging the next step, if I'm judging, well, I, I don't want to take that position because I'm actually manifesting this, this in my career. What if that position that you think isn't as good or ideal is the most important next step because it's going to teach you everything that you need to know to kick ass at the next thing you're going to do, which is even better than you've planned on, right? So sometimes things that you think are a step backward are actually a step forward. You know, maybe you're manifesting this amazing house and then shit hits the fan and somehow you find yourself moved back in with your parents living in the basement. You're like, what the hell, right? You're judging the next step. You're judging the next step. But that could be where all the magic happens. That could be a time where you're low stress. You get to be creative. The downloads drop in. Maybe 
the next thing that comes in is a huge opportunity that you wouldn't have if you weren't living there because maybe it's your parents' neighbor. I don't know what it is, right? But people always judge the next step and what's happening. And they'll think, oh, I'm going backwards. That, that's further away from what I wanted. It's always closer. If you set your intention and you've been clear, you are acting in alignment with it, it's coming to you. So maybe the next step doesn't seem logical, but it, it is the next step. You're getting closer. You're, you are always getting closer. It's on its way to you. So release judgment of the next step. Release judgment of the intuitive nudges and just get curious. And then with judging things as good or bad. So this is a really, really core thing that the guides talk about a lot in the book that honestly changed my whole life. And this was something that that came through for me a couple of years ago and really helped me. But I feel like through this book, it just integrated in a different way. It's always super illuminating for me, obviously, like to be channeling these messages and reading them back. And it just allows me to kind of check myself and notice where am I in judgment of anything as, as good or bad? This relates to judging the, the next step, right? It's like, oh, this is bad. This thing that happened is bad. It's not, it's not, it's not good or bad. It just is. And so if we can take a step back and just see everything as it just is, oh, this person came in, they came out. It just is. It's not good or bad. We actually like release a lot of the energetic baggage we choose to create, or I'll say like energy knots that we choose to create around certain things that actually make it harder for us to attract what we want. Because if we're judging something and something comes into our reality and we're saying, oh, that's bad. And maybe then we start to get angry or sad or upset. And now we're building that energy and we're holding those frequencies. And now we're not in alignment with what we really want to attract in. You see what I'm saying? And so what if everything was just neutral and it was just dropping in? It's all just information. And this allows us to get important information as well. When you get past labeling anything as good or bad, and it just is, now we have the space to get curious. And when we have the space to get curious, we can find some really valuable information. This is where the answers often drop in. It just is. And so I'm going to release that that urge to judge something as good or bad. It just is. Okay, cool. So this came in. What was this meant to teach me? Why is this coming in? Is this really for me? Do I need to personalize it? Do I even need to give this my energy? Do I want to give this my energy? For example, let's say you uh, start dating someone and you really like them and then they ghost you. If we're still judging everything as good or bad, we can start to create all these stories. That was bad that he ghosted me, right? That's the first one. Was it really bad or was the universe protecting you and just releasing an energy that really wasn't meant to be there? Maybe you're being protected from something you couldn't already see. Or somebody might go into the story around what's wrong with me, right? This is a bad thing. Why would they leave me? There's something wrong with me. And all this emotion builds up. We start to you know, feed into all of these limiting beliefs and stories. And now that's what we're vibrating with. And then how is it affecting what we're attracting at that point? If that person then continues on and they expect to be ghosted, I always get ghosted. Oh, there's, there aren't any good people out there. It's so hard to meet somebody. These are your beliefs now. And so the universe is going to support you in that. The universe is supporting you in your, in your beliefs. So do you see how that is not helpful? Versus if we can just neutralize it. Okay. Went on a date, liked this person. They seemed great, ghosted me. All right. It is what it is. 
I don't really have to go into any stories around it. I'm probably just not seeing something with my logical brain. That was important. That's fine. Was there anything there for me to learn from it? Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to move forward and just not really pick up the energy from that and instead choose to respond by bolting my frequency and what I know is coming in for me, which is an incredible person who is exactly what I require for my optimal expansion and growth. And holding that vibration is what is going to allow you to be a very powerful magnet. Number six is needing an energetic cleanup. (laughs) So I'll get more specific with this in the next one, but really what this is speaking to is looking at all of the energies in, in your field and what's extra. What we do is we leave a lot of stuff in our field that really doesn't need to be there and it's kind of muddying our signal. And so this can be very physical in the sense of, you know, going through your home and are you still holding on to things that aren't really serving you anymore that really aren't supporting you in being the person that you're here to be? But what about friends, relationships, habits, hobbies, looking at all of the energies in your life and cleaning things up, who you're following on social media, the content you're consuming. What we tend to do is, you know, we get in habits, we get comfortable, we get in routines, we get familiar with things. We've just been doing this forever. We've been doing it this way forever. Well, that's always been there. And we don't realize how much these things are taking up space. And the thing is that if you're very clear on what you're manifesting and the person that you're here to be, and you know exactly what that looks like, you look at everything in your life and say, is this supporting me in that or is it not? And if it's just a neutral energy, it's taking up space. It's taking up space. So if you think about everything in your reality as this is either exciting me, this is a full body. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. Love it. So pumped. Super high vibe. This is where I want to be. So we'll call that this is exciting me. Or this is this is draining me. Like this is dragging me down. In some way, it's just uh, pulling my energy down. Or it's neutral. Let's say we have those three categories. If we clear out the things that are draining us <laughs> and the things that are neutral, now we have so much space for everything that's in our reality, that's in our field to be what's exciting us. And the problem for a lot of people is they're keeping a lot of, well, they're keeping a lot of things that are draining them in their reality. And that's really what's lowering their frequency. Again, the key to raising your vibration is releasing everything that's not in alignment with your highest frequency. So it's more about what you release. So people are afraid to release these things, but they're also keeping in the neutral things. But all of this is taking up energetic space. And if we don't have enough energetic space, then what we really desire doesn't have room to come into our reality. This is something that never ceases to amaze me when I will just feel this urge to to purge out everything. And I'm pretty intense about it. Like I'll think about everything. And is this a neutral or draining me? I have to release it. And Whenever I release all of the neutrals, this is when everything I've been desiring drops in because it finally has the space. This happens a lot with friendships for people. People are looking to call in 
aligned friendships, people who really feel like soul family, people who really support them in their expansion. And they have a lot of friends who aren't necessarily draining, you know, and they're, they love their friends are great people. And they're like, well, I don't want to release it. They're, they're great people. And I get that. I get that. I'm not saying you need to, you know, cut everybody out, (laughs) but I would just think about it because to be honest, I have experienced, and I've seen this with so many people, you release a lot of these like neutral relationships. And that is when all of the really, really aligned, expansive ones that you didn't even know were possible to experience, to have that frequency in, in the relationship. That's when those drop in, when there is enough space. And a lot of people, there's just, there's just not room, you know, same thing with partners. People are, are often blocking in their partners because they're busy all the time. They just don't have space for them in their life. They're so busy with their friends or busy with work, whatever it is, is their space. So really clean up the energies in your life. That's physical. That's emotional, energetic, how you're spending your time. And that's also really emotional. This is going to lead me to the next point, number seven, which I'll talk about stored emotions specifically. So this is another huge block, stored emotions in the body, storing emotions, blocking emotions, not allowing yourself to feel your emotions. Emotions are key. Emotions are indicators. Emotions tell us really valuable information. Emotions tell us to to look in certain places. They're all valuable. Even the ones that don't feel good, they're super valuable. And a lot of us have been taught to not really feel our emotions, to be afraid of emotions, to try and manage them or get rid of them rather than honor them and experience them and allow them to give us information that they're to give. And so it's feeling those current emotions because they're guiding you. They're telling you something is off here. This isn't feeling good. This isn't in alignment. Maybe they're telling you that your nervous system doesn't feel safe. Your intuition speaks a lot through your emotions. But then also when it comes to stored emotions in the body, you know, this can be stuff from a really, really long time ago. And this is one of the reasons why when somebody goes through a period of shadow work, of, of coaching, of, of trauma healing, of really going in deep and going into places that they never really even thought about before, they wouldn't have thought about on their own, really. And they go in deep and start releasing a lot of those emotions. That could be done in, in a number of ways, right? There are so many different ways to, to do that. Doing a lot of somatic work, whatever it is, breath work they're doing all of that personal development work really just to feel to feel good. And as they release those stored trapped emotions, things just start flowing into their lives. I see this so often. I, I experience this big time with brain rewiring. And as I was just going deep, like into my childhood, into when I was a teenager, thinking about all of these things and noticing all these feelings, I still had trapped in my body. I was still annoyed about that thing. I was still angry there. I was still sad about this. I hadn't really felt any of those emotions and they were just trapped in my body, just stuck energy knots. And so I had anger festering in there. I had sadness festering. I had guilt and shame festering in my body. When I finally released those and cleared out that energy, there's a huge shift in my frequency naturally. And because I'm not holding on to those lower frequencies anymore, because I've let them move through. Now my vibration is higher and I was just effortlessly calling in all kinds of things. So I was seeing this really intensely, like when I was going through a period of intense inner child work and, and trauma healing and shadow work during that, that concentrated period of my life, I was seeing 
how much it was supporting me and in manifesting things really easily without, without trying and without even setting clear intention. I was like, wow, everything's just dropping in. It was because I was cutting all these weights that were holding me down. So we talked about the energetic cleanup and then it's looking at any stored emotions in the body, anywhere where we're blocking emotions currently, that's really valuable information because we can actually channel our emotions, whatever the emotion is, channel it in a way that is supportive of us actually receiving what we're calling in. We can kind of use the, the, that potency. We can use the intensity of that emotion to direct what we, what we do want, but it's also information, right? This is a way that our intuition speaks to us. This is also a way that we can understand things about ourselves, right? There's an there's an indication from it that something is there to look at. And with that, when someone is blocking their emotions, they don't want to feel, that's also blocking them from really feeling and bodying the vibrations that they do want to feel, right? So I have talked about this before, but I went through that whole period where I was what I call numb and I just wasn't feeling things. It was like, I mean, physical sensation was dulled, but emotional sensation was totally dulled and it was a, a trauma response. I was in freeze response and I didn't cry for like four or five years. I just felt numb and dull. And a lot of that was because I, I I just went into total numb state after the intense physical pain and emotional pain I had felt during a certain period of my life. And so I just became numb and that was a coping mechanism. So I didn't have to feel the pain, but with that, I also didn't feel all of the highs. I didn't feel all of the happiness and joy and I uh, just felt like I'm like numb. And, you know, in some ways I liked that because I didn't want to feel the pain and sadness. But it also, you know, screwed me over in the opposite direction because I was like, I want to feel so happy I can cry. And, you know, growing up, I I feel my emotions very intensely. And it was one of the things I loved about myself was that I could feel gratitude and just start crying. And I could be so happy, like the, the intensity of the happiness and joy and gratitude I could feel. It, it was incredible, incredible being in that frequency. But then with that, I was also experiencing really low lows anyway. So I went through that numbness period and I noticed that in my denumbing process, right? I just hit a point where I was like, it's worth it for me to feel sadness and anger and pain, whatever these emotions are, if I can feel like the highest highs and and be so happy. Because the thing is, when, when we sit in those frequencies, when we sit in that gratitude and that peace and that joy and that love and that excitement and that passion, that is what really allows us to magnetize more of those energies into our life. But if we're just numb to everything and just kind of neutral, we're not really giving ourselves space to fully embody those really high frequencies and attract those in either. And the lower frequencies aren't bad. This goes back to judging it. They're not bad. Problems arise when we just store those emotions. We, we trap them. We don't give them space. We don't move them through. We don't listen to them. We don't learn the lessons from them. We don't look at them and they just get trapped and stagnant. And it is like a dish in the sink that you haven't cleaned in a year. It's just like not it's just not good. It's not doing anything good for you. So if you're blocking your emotions, you're also blocking your manifestations. 
<laughs> probably. And also think about that in terms of masculine feminine energy balance. When you are feeling your emotions, you're more in your feminine energy, right? We all have both these masculine and feminine energies within us. When we're feeling our emotions, this is where we are in our feminine energy. That's also when we're in the energy of receiving, which is when the universe can actually deliver what we want to us. And I've talked about this before, but that's why a lot of people also don't receive their manifestations because they're always taking action. They're always in doing masculine energy. And we need to shift to our feminine to actually receive what we are calling in. So it's that dance between both of them. All right. I'm going to wrap up with one final, one final common block, number eight, which is limiting yourself. So whenever you're calling something in, ask for this or something better. Very simple. You probably heard it before, but this is something that comes up a lot with manifestation blocks. It's you're thinking too small. And if you are in the channel collective, if you're in the membership, you probably heard me say this a million times. Or if you've ever worked with me in any capacity, people will tell me, yeah, I'm calling in this. I want this many clients. I want you know to make this much money. And I'm like, okay, you need to think way bigger. Right? Because we often limit ourselves because what we set our goals to be, what we decide we want to attract in, it's usually based off of our limiting beliefs of what we think is possible. And so the key is, how do I expand what I believe is possible? How do I expand my realm of possibility? There is so much magic in that because when you truly believe anything is possible, you'd probably think bigger, dream bigger, set your intention bigger. So ask yourself, where am I unintentionally limiting myself? If everything is possible, what would I really ask for? And allow the universe to deliver it to you in a way that's better than you could have planned. And this is, you know, mastering the art of <laughs> being unattached to how it comes in, right? So I might say, you know what, I, I really want this to happen but you can, you can bring it in bigger and better. That's fine. Right. And I just allow myself to be excited and delighted and surprised by how it drops in and what actually drops in versus if I'm so attached to what it's going to look like and how it's going to come in, I'm probably limiting myself. And sometimes it might not even come in at all, but what if you're manifesting a 50 K month and you could have a hundred K month, you know what I mean? And this is where it's really valuable to really focus on how you, how you want to feel like that frequency rather than the physical manifestation of it. And then allow yourself to be pleasantly surprised by what actually comes in in the physical. Remember, the only person who can really limit you is yourself. And a lot of people forget that. So uh, those are eight common, important <laughs> manifestation blocks. If you feel like you are not attracting in, what you want to be attracting in, then maybe one of these was your golden nugget. If this was helpful, definitely take a screenshot and share it to social media. You can tag me at Christina, the channel. You could tag the podcast at Christina, the channel pod. So we can repost and say, thank you. It always really helps out when you share the show. I really do hope this was valuable. These are things that have totally changed my life. And I just really want you to not only know but truly see how powerful you really are and how you really can shift your reality if you own your power and start to work with energy. And again, this is all detailed in my upcoming book, Manifestation Mastery. I can't wait for you guys to read this. It will be out for pre-sale, the ebooks on January 20th, and then the 
real copies will be available early February. So super excited about that. Again, you can go to christinathechannel.com slash book for all information and to get book updates. That is going to be it for today's show. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.